going to hear from the late Judge Dennis Shaleen again in the upcoming River Rats episode, but we wanted to share some of the stuff that didn't make it in. That's still really cool to hear. Judge Shaleen was the first judge in the country to sentence nonviolent offenders to community service instead of prison time, which is pretty amazing if you think about he was also living here on Latch Island. And he endured a lot of criticism before it took hold in other states, but it's now considered a widely commonplace form of sentencing. This is Austin, Texas, me and my motorcycle. <laughs> Free spirited judge talks about swamp water justice. <laughs> this is the Wee Magazine. But besides an unusual lifestyle and his free and easy courtroom manner, Shaleen has developed an effective approach to criminal justice. So we put together a montage of clips from the public television show from 1978 called Changing Channels, courtesy of University Community Video. Because of his life on the river and his fondness for a big bike and a cold beer, Shaleen has received national attention as a maverick American judge. I don't violate any laws that I know of. Uh, I, I try not to. Uh, I, maybe once in a while I speed. I uh, watch my speedometer. I go a little past 55. I guess daydreaming. I do that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I was uh, having a few drinks with you guys last night. I don't know what my blood alcohol level was, but I would presume it was below 0.10 and I legally was driving. I don't know. There may have times and slipped over that in my life. I'm sure it has. Uh, I've even been known to maybe make a little bet on a football game occasionally. <laughs> I don't know if that violates the law. I guess maybe it does. Uh, we're all human. Judges learn to be judges from examples from other judges. And that's why they start, that's the only example they ever had as a previous judge, and he always did this and always uh, become pompous and stuff like that. Uh, we live in a world now where we don't like phoniness. Uh, we've gone through the 60s that we, we try to erase all the phoniness there was in our society, yet we seem to keep it in our court system. We pay homage, you know, your honor this, and, and, and there's a certain amount of that, that's all right, but it's a bunch of this boot-licking stuff, you know, if it pleases the court, I'll do this and that, ah, that's hogwash, you know, and the, the lawyer don't mean it when he says it, it's embarrassing. <laughs> and it's true. But if I were to sit up there and say, hey, kid, you're going to jail because you're a bad kid, and you're going to do 20 days in jail, and I hope it hurts every minute of the way, you know, this kind of, and a lecture about it, you know, all I am is another big authoritarian figure that he's faced all his life. There's, he's, he's done it since he's been a kid. His parents have been authoritarians, and he's gone off to school, and his teacher's an authoritarian, and so is the principal's an authoritarian. He gets a job, and his boss is an authoritarian, and he gets... Uh, a speeding ticket or whatever he does and he finds the police are authoritarians and he comes to court and he finds just another big authoritarian. He's learned to deal with authoritarians. It puts him off base when you say, hey, okay, you're an adult. You're responsible. If I was going to show you the difference between my system and the rest of America, we'll just use a simple uh, illustration. A guy comes along and kicks a window out of a store. Let's say that happens every day in America. Some kid bashes in a window, runs down the street and say he gets caught. 
he comes in the average American court, what's going to happen? The judge is going to say, okay, 10 days in the county jail. So he puts him over in jail. Or he says, that's a $100 fine. So where's the fine money go? County treasury? Where does the guy go? If he goes to jail, he goes to the county jail. What about the guy whose window got broken in the store? The store owner says, yeah, but what about me? Well, he's forgot in our, in our system. He's the forgotten victim of the crime. They'll say, ah, oh, the judge says, he's got insurance. That's what he's paying for that sort of stuff for. Well, where does insurance come from? That don't come from heaven. It comes from out of his pocket and yours and mine. My system is the other way around. I, I'll make that kid go back and work for that store owner. If the store owner don't want him putting that window in, I don't care. Let him hire a professional man to put the window in and charge $7,500. But that kid is going to do work for him. He may wash that window for the next uh, <laughs> 365 days, or he may do yard work for him, or he may be cleaning up a basement, or he may be painting a room for him. Because we're so used to wanting to, you did that wrong penalty. You did this wrong penalty. Simple, just simple justice like that. Well, that isn't simple justice. Old fashioned justice was make it right with what you've done wrong. Make it right to somebody else, not penalize. And sit there and stagnate and do nothing for yourself or for the community. And that's what's wrong with our system. Shalene wrote six different books on criminal justice and also wrote this untitled poem, which I'm going to read starting now. We want them to have self-worth, so we destroy their self-worth. We want them to be responsible, so we take away all responsibility. We want them to be positive and constructive, so we degrade them and make them useless. We want them to be trustworthy, so we put them where there is no trust. We want them to quit exploiting us, so we put them where they exploit each other. We want them to take control of their lives, own problems, and quit being a parasite on us, so we make them totally dependent on us. We want them to be nonviolent, so we put them where violence is all around them. We want them to be kind and loving people, so we subject them to hatred and cruelty. We want them to quit being the tough guy, so we put them where the tough guy is respected. We want them to quit hanging around losers, so we put all the losers in this state under one roof. Thanks for supporting us so far by listening. And if you did want more behind the scenes updates, essays, and photos, you can sign up to be a supporter on our Patreon. Um, you can find the link on our website at backchannelradio.org. If you're not able to contribute financially, you can still help by leaving an online review or even just by sharing. We are music by Blue Dot Sessions, and the clips in this were courtesy of University of Minnesota Community Video. Stay afloat.